And hello, and welcome to the Introverted Female Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and we're going to talk about how to improve your mindset and grow your profits. Are you ready to begin? Okay, let's go. One of the things that are essential in business is learning about the art of persuasion. Getting someone to the yes. Now, I know for a lot of you ladies, you may think, oh, it's manipulation. I don't want to try to convince someone of something they they don't want to do. But the reality is, if you're in business, and especially if you're a business for yourself, you have to be selling 24-7. But we know that we don't have to be sleazy about it. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about get to the yes, meaning how can we make someone feel like they're making the right decision and not feel icky about it. We're going to be talking about that and many other things coming after this short break. One of the best decisions that I ever made for my life professionally was that I made a decision I was not going to be sleazy. Now, I know that sounds a little silly. I mean, you don't want to be sleazy. Well, let me tell you, in the world of sales or just small business ownership, there is a very high temptation, I will say, to feel like you just have to push, 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 sell, 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 meet those quotas, meet those numbers, trying to meet your goals every single month. And I'll let you know that if you get so focused and fixated on money and not on relationships, you tend to just use people as a means to an end. And I think when we talk about persuasion, it's usually with that understanding in the back of your mind, well, if we get this money, if we reach our goals, we can feel fulfilled and we can feel happy. And that is an utter and complete lie. I think that today's society teaches that it's all about making money and making quotas. And don't get me wrong, like we all need money. Like let's let's be honest. Like our rent, our mortgage our car payments are not going to be paid by pixie dust and smiles and rainbows. Like, it's just not going to happen. But, but, but I think there's a way for us to earn a living and still feel good about ourselves and still feel good about the work that we do. So one of the things that I, I, a lot, I hear a lot from new business owners is that I really want to get myself out there. I really want to be persuasive, but I don't want to feel like a sleazeball. So today we're going to talk about how we can be persuasive, but in a very friendly and nice way. It's positive communication. And first and foremost, I want you to put yourself in the position of your ideal client or your prospective customer, like, and really start thinking about, A, what do you feel like they need the most? Because I think that when you step in from a place of pure empathy and caring about the ones and the needs and the concerns of your customer, then you're shifting your mindset of, I'm not making a sale, but I'm just exchanging information and solutions, and I'm letting go of the result. A lot of times we feel disappointed when we don't make a sale because we had that expectation. But if we're always thinking, first and foremost, I'm just exchanging information and knowledge, and the right customers will be attracted to that, then that's a good thing. Remember, not all sales are good sales, meaning that you can get a lot of money from 
bad customers or people that ultimately you really don't want to work with long term. So that's the first thing. It's just literally being empathetic, stepping into the shoes of your customer and really understanding their wants and their needs and the motivations. And then from there, when you're feeling empathetic, you can start moving into positive outcomes for all parties. So meaning that regardless if whether or not you can make a sale or not make the sale, both people can walk out feeling like winners because the central aim of the conversation was just to see if there was a good fit on both sides and if you can walk out being okay with, hey, one or both of you guys may not work well with one another or the products or services that you offer is not a good fit for your customer, that's, that was an opportunity for you to meet someone new in your network or improve your communication skills or be able to showcase something that you haven't had the chance before. Like whatever it is, spin in your mind and just be grateful for the opportunity to meet someone new in your network. Again, everything doesn't have to be about the money, but about improving our communications and meeting new people. Okay. Here's another no-brainer, but it just needs to be pointed out that don't argue. Don't argue. Have you ever, like, I'm a mother, and have you ever noticed when you try to argue with your kids about what they shouldn't be doing, it almost incentivizes them to want to do it more? Like, for example, I'm always arguing with my child at the end of the day, you need to put your toys away. You need to put your toys away. And I think in his mind, he's thinking, I don't want to put my toys away because she's making me do it. Versus if I spun it around and saying, hey, I would love to spend more time with you, but these toys are in my way. I had to reframe the situation to be more positive. So if you're arguing and you're frustrated and you're feeling angsty, that means that you're only creating more resistance. And so when we're trying to get to the yes, get to people to make a invitation to buy our product or service, we need to give them an incentive that makes them feel like, yes, this is a good thing for me to do. I'll give you another example. So I need to go to the hairdresser way more often than I need to. And I remember I had a hairdresser who always told me, Um, When I kind of delayed my appointment, she says, I really don't want to cut off more hair, but because you see me so too late, I have to cut off more hair. I would love to help preserve your hair. Now, she also wanted to get more business from me, but her priority was she wanted to help my hair stay healthy and natural. So you're seeing how you repivoted to be the advantage or advantageous of your client. So you're stepping from how you would win, but thinking about how they would benefit from it. So always think, how can I make it feel advantageous toward my ideal customer or my client or whoever? And don't argue. If you find yourself feeling like you need to argue, you may need to just politely say, hey, you know what? I need to go. Or can we just table this conversation for a second? Because... I I just, I'm not in a good frame of mind. And I don't think most people would argue and they say, well, can we talk another day? I think it gives you a lot more power because you're recognizing like within yourself, okay, my buttons are pushed. I can't really do this. Okay, 
Here's another thing that I see a lot of salespeople do that is a definitely no-no. They use fear tactics. They use scare tactics, meaning that if you don't buy this product or service by this date, your business will fail. Or if you don't do this, doom and gloom will hit your business. And I think that's just terrible, 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 terrible. We do not want to scare and fear monger our prospective or existing clients. We want to give them opportunities. We want them to think of the positive outcomes. If you sign up with me, I will help encourage and motivate you so that you would make positive decisions in your life. Doesn't that sound a lot better than saying, if you don't sign with me, you're destined to not make enough money and live outside of a garbage truck? Or something like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who wants to be told that they're not worthy if they don't hook up with you? Or they're not worthy if they don't buy something? Like, no one wants to feel that way. That sucks. And it's terrible when it's egotistical. Always think about ways that you can make people feel empowered. And make people feel like happy that they're making this decision to work with you. They don't feel like everything is going to be doom and gloom if they don't. And then I also want to talk about giving options. I am a huge proponent of options. Every time I have a prospect call, I always present three options. I say, hey, I would like to continue this conversation with you. Do you think that's something that you would be interested in? I have another option of we can not talk again. And I really enjoyed this conversation, but we're going to wish each other the best of luck. Or I give them another option. These are all real valid options. Don't feel like you have the force of relationship on somebody. Let them give the, the wheel to them. Let them be the decision maker and see how far they want to progress. I think it's really empowering, actually, when you tell people, hey, you've got the power to make decisions over our relationship. It doesn't have to be my way or the highway. And that brings me to another point about rewards. I am a big, big, big proponent of giving rewards. Um, rewards are, for example, if you sign up with me for an X amount of time, um, I can give you X or Y and not throwing out threats and like, well, if you don't sign up with me, the price will go up and this val this special is only open for a valid, a limited number of time. Like, I don't want to do that. I think a lot of people are hip to these, these veiled threats where honestly, people aren't really thinking too seriously that, oh, is your rates really going to go up in a week or so? That's ridiculous. Um, start giving rewards. I think little things like it doesn't have to be complicated like or sophisticated like heck you know give someone a a mug or a thank you card or just something just to make them feel like they're important and they feel special and then lastly positive talk I am a huge proponent of positive talk I think positive talk does way more goes way more um, better than just being negative or nasty or confrontational. I think you can be able to have a very positive communication with people and make them feel like they're welcome, important, and they're valid. I mean, I think we live 
in a so oversaturated negative environment that I think we're just dying for just happy thoughts and people who are positive. And I firmly believe that you are a positive person. That's why you're listening to me and you just want more positivity. Well, it all starts with you. It all starts with you. Well, that is it. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, Do you like what I have to say? Don't like what I have to say about getting to the yes? I love to hear from you. Please send me a message at hello at deniseglee.com or send me a tweet at deniseglee. And if you have any other questions or concerns, please let me know. Wherever you're listening, I would love for this podcast to grow. So please tell your friends or your family or anybody else who's listening that I like Denise. I think you would like listening to her too. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for listening. And I know that your future is bright and wonderful. Okay, be awesome. Be awesome.